Good morning, real estate agents. Let's talk about how do we get more listings from your just sold listings. And what's the time frame there on when you can leverage a just sold listing? So let's talk a bit about um, a few details first, because some of you know me, some of you don't. Um, welcome to the um, Power Hour with Pam real estate marketing coaching session. All right, so this is just you and me. Good morning, Jerry. And so, and of course, some of your peers. Um, so feel free to comment and ask questions in the comment field. Just click on comment. So I'm basically here to get help you get your marketing act together. Because I know that a lot of you think that, you know, this type of thing with all of you looking alike on your business cards. And then I, uh, <laughs> I stopped counting the number of postcards that I'm getting from all these different agents. Now, I might point out, rarely do I get a second postcard from the same agent. That's a problem. Because clearly, every agent and his brother are doing postcards. <laughs> All right, so if you think that sending a postcard to your sphere, or not so much your sphere, but at farming a particular zip code, if you think that's going to work when everybody else is doing it, the answer is no. Okay, so let's just, this is not an anti-postcard um, Facebook Live session. It's about how do you have a multi-pronged approach, Okay, so I have my fork out for those people who um, either are driving and listening um, or are listening on iTunes or on SoundCloud. I'm holding up a fork. <laughs> I kind of have to do this for the, um, the visual people um, who are driving. So the fork is a multi-pronged approach. And when you just spend all of your marketing budget on doing postcards and only doing them once, um, you're not going to get any impact. That's You're throwing your money away. I would rather you um, sit down with me and spend some time. Let's work through what will work. And that's a better investment of your money. Um, it, I almost sometimes feel like I should be the, um, the marketing coach that talks finances or how to make your best investments or how to get your return. I'm your return on investment marketing coach. That's what I am. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Pam Ostrowski. I am the author of Power Words, Power Profit, and .com. And that is a real estate marketing membership website where you have over 150 pieces of real estate marketing written for you already to save you time, money, and frustration while also helping you get to 100K plus because at that point in time when you have the right words, your mark, your income potential is is unlimited, and plus it simplifies your life. So you don't have to do any of the marketing part. You don't have to write anything. So that's why we meet every week on Thursdays, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, to kind of go through um, what is important or not important to uh, what's working in marketing today. And so. If you're still doing the same type of marketing, like these um, different postcards uh, that you did even two years ago, and they all look alike, by the way. Hey, look, a picture of a house. Hey, look, the picture of a real estate agent. Um, <laughs> this is the problem with templates, is that you guys take them literally. Um, you can put a lot better words and a lot better images on here. You'd be better off going to Canva and starting over from scratch. 
Um, and so if you want to earn 100K, you can't be lazy. You've got to make your effort. And I'm very proud of this person because they actually included a QR code. And for those of you um, who don't think QR codes work, this is the only industry that doubts that. Real estate is the only industry that says, oh, those don't work. Probably because they heard someone who's uninformed about getting into your phone, how important that is for you to get your website, your Facebook page into someone's phone. Okay, that's what a QR code is for. Okay, it's to take them exactly immediately without calling you or texting you um, right to where you want them to go. It's a directional arrow. And real estate agents just don't, uh, you, it, it takes two seconds to create a QR code and drop it onto any print media. So if you're resistant to that, okay. But remember, part of marketing is about reducing friction. And what that means is that um, if you make me do something, I, I want to do the least amount of effort possible. Because remember, we're strangers. And so... <laughs> Um, so good morning, Jean, Tom, and Kelly. It's good to see you guys. Um, so if you think about friction, you know, it's that rubbing up and down. It's irritating. So if you're, first of all, filling my mailbox with all these postcards, um, that's irritating. And then if there's nothing on them that actually is of value to me, um, that's also irritating. Now, if you have something that you want me to look at and you make it hard for me to find it, Oh, text this code to this number, or was it the other way around? Uh, you know, or, you know, uh, type in my website address. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to work. Um, believe me, I know with, with a real estate website called PowerWordsPowerProfit.com, um, I don't do uh, print media, but if I did, it would have a QR code on it. As a matter of fact, when I do my workshops um, in person, I have a QR code on the screen on my slide deck so you can take a picture of it and that'll take you straight to the website. It's the least friction for everyone. Now, ideally, your camera wouldn't need the app to, to upload the QR code. But in any case, the idea is to reduce the friction. Hey, Judy, good to have you back. Um, Judy posted, I don't know if you guys saw it, but she posted that she and I went to Tucson and back together. And I thought, I don't remember that trip. That must have been a really good trip. And she's like, oh no, I listened to episode 71 and, and 72 uh, while I was driving to Tucson and I was listening to you on my iPod. So thanks, Judy. Uh, and these, um, all of these uh, sessions are recorded. You can either find them here on Facebook on my business page under the videos tab. You can find them on my YouTube channel, which is Power Words for Real Estate. You can also go to iTunes and search for Power Words for Real Estate or on SoundCloud, which also has them under Power Words for Real Estate. So um, lots of different ways to reach me, clearly. Okay, so let's get started with how, we, we talked about the friction thing and that's really a lot of what we're going to talk about today is, you know, how do you, here you, and Tom, I know you're in this situation, Jean, I'm not sure, Jerry, I know you are, where you've, you're selling pretty regularly. You've got listings, you've got a nice funnel, um, but the first thing that you, you want to do is say, hey, I want to do a just sold, okay, and that's what this is. Um, I had another one, and I can't find it, so, um, so the idea here is, is it's just sold. And what does she say? 
just sold Desert Hills area, new construction, one acre, lots available, call today, which is actually, she doesn't have any punctuation in there, and so that's not good, because that means she doesn't know grammar. And then, of course, she's got um, sold under 30 days. Okay, so, okay, and then there's um, the address of the property that's sold, um, and it sold for 485 Tom, just saying, um, <laughs> Uh, on 12th Street. So, and then there's this other stuff down here. And, and honestly, I can't, I mean, look at it. There's like people here, right? Little red people. You can't even see that. And there's so much other stuff going on here. And, and, and then we turn it over on the back and then she's trying to do the, are you ready to buy or sell your home? Well, make up your mind, you know, who, what do you want to do? So, um, and, and then there's a ton of other stuff, and it's written really small. And although the, the profile, the size of the postcard, is interesting. Okay, so I would recommend this. I would say this size is very cool for those people who are listening. It's probably about 4 by 12. Okay, so, and then, hey, Patrick, it's good to see you. I haven't seen Patrick in forever. Um, Patrick's uh, out of New Hampshire, Massachusetts, right along the border there. So, um, the whole idea behind this is the format's right, the content's bad. So that's what we're going to talk about today is what are the power words that work? And also, how do we get this multi-pronged approach working for you? So, and if you're lucky, um, I'm actually going to take these forks and stamp them with power words and um, give them out to you guys as power agents so that you have a reminder of a multi-pronged approach because many of you are getting busy and you're forgetting that you have to keep your multi-pronged approach going. You can't just do Facebook Live videos. Speaking of which, Tom, you owe me one. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Patrick. Um, and and in Facebook Live videos and letters, like cool letters or pieces of content of value. So when you talk about just sold, let's back up because this is probably what's happening to you. You're sitting here, um, you're hitting the, you're trying to hit that target right there and you're missing. You're kind of like, oh, um, I hit this neighborhood or I hit that neighborhood or I hit this person and yeah, I'm hitting the board. In other words, you're building market visibility. You're in the zip codes that you're sending postcards to. People are going, oh, so if you're anything like me, I am never going to use any of these people and I'm never going to recommend them because what's the first thing as a homeowner I think? Now remember, you think you're selling, sending one postcard. I as the consumer, the homeowner, am receiving one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And I have more. Um, so I receive this many. Do you think you guys look different? Do you, you're all using the same templates. That's part of the problem. Uh, and then the words are all the same. And they're really tiny. Look at this one. Look at this tiny little, I mean, it's one massive paragraph. And what the real estate agent was thinking is, I want to get the full MLS description on my postcard. No, you don't. You want to do bullet points. You, she, or, well, is it she? He um, should have done bullet points in bold. He could have gotten three, three, and maybe another three here because that would have drawn the eye. 
Um, and then, you know, the idea is that, you know, oh, well, we've got some red over here. Well, you know, red causes your eyes to avert and yellow draws them to you or draws your eye to it. Um, and so it's just, it's kind of a, a convoluted, I'm just going to throw this together and send it out because I need to get leads. It's not working and it's not going to, you're not, it's not going to get better. So Tom, what did you say? Uh, nope. Pulling my neighbors, they don't remember the cards they receive. I look at all of them. Of course you do, <laughs> because that's what we talk about, right? So what we want to do is we don't want you to be this person where you're missing the target, okay? So what we're going to talk about is um, what's your goal, right? This is one of the things that I always talk about that um, people you just not thinking ahead all um if your goal is uh to brag about the fact that hey look i sold a listing woohoo um congratulations save that for your family and friends i will celebrate you you selling your listing with you okay we'll do a virtual you know champagne toast this is not the place to do it okay so let's think about this I want to send out a just sold postcard. Why? Anybody got any suggestions, ideas? Why would you send out a just sold postcard? Have a have a type in there and I'll I'll keep talking. So if you look at the wording here and on any of the others, it's it's talking at me. It's shoving information at me. Now, this one is, is the best one I've seen so far, only because it asks a question on this side. It's not a very powerful question, but at least it's a question. Um, but And this is the worst picture ever. Take a look at that picture. Look how dark it is. I mean, that's not my lighting. That's how dark that that picture of that house is. Hey, look, this, this, this house in the big distance there, it sold. It could be could be any house, <laughs> frankly. Uh, proof we can get homes sold. Okay, so thank you, Jean. All right, so if you're doing just sold to have a proof point, you just made your postcard about you, not about me, the consumer. There's no value. I could care less. You're a stranger. I don't care that you sold this house. All right, so the value proposition is skewed in the wrong direction. Marketing is not about you. Uh, he says, ha ha, darn. <laughs> um, I'd get my new photographer on that. Yeah, exactly. Damaris and uh, some good lighting, right? Um, so if it's about you, then I don't care because I don't know you. Um, and, and so it has to be like these two, you know, their picture um, you know, they're, they're together and then they're together over here. And, and it's, it's the, the challenge is where's the homeowner in this picture? Why isn't that a picture of them sitting with a homeowner, right? Or pointing, you know, to, I gotta get into the camera, pointing to something or, you know, showing, showing, you know, what a card or something, you know, being able to say, you know, and looking at them, and they're looking at you and, and, or you can all be looking up like someone's called your names, you know, Hey, look up. And so you're in this position and you're looking up and then and you can smile or you can just look up, like be quiet, uh, <laughs> however you want to pose it, but it has to be about the homeowner. If you're sending these out to homeowners. Now, 
Um, the interesting thing about this is that um, some homeowners already have a, a, an agent, for instance. So would is there a pitch to the buyers as well? Um, the, the problem with postcards is that it's a shot in the dark. So the reason why it's a shot in the dark is that um, you're, you're thinking, I'll send 500 postcards out, I'll spend 200, 250 um, on postcards, and hope that, uh, you know, one person out of those 250, or out of those 500, is thinking about selling their home. That's really bad odds, by the way. Um, you, you, if you look at, um, 20, you know, so it's probably about 15% of the population um, uh, moves um, every five to, or actually every five to seven years. So, um, so every year you've got 15% of the population moving. Well, one out of 500, it, it's possible, but it's not probable. And it really depends on when this postcard hits. Right, so they may be thinking about it, but they really don't want to hear about you. Um, and so every every piece of marketing has to do with frequency. If you can't afford to frequently touch your your area, your farm, then you're in the wrong business, okay? Or you need to get supplemental income because this is about building your brand, showing that you're different. Because it's not hard. I mean, these all look alike. And if you are a member of PowerWordsPowerProfit.com, Module 2 talks all about how do you change up your brand and then how do you do things differently. And so, you know, I have some examples of, of this. I mean, Kelly, who's on the call, you know, she and I worked on this um, baseball schedule. And then she has noticed that she has a picture and it's not of her with her arms folded or doing this or doing any of those, you know, creepy shots. <laughs> um, sorry guys, um, because they all look alike. Uh, but instead she's handing you the keys. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, looking at this, it's, and then we have lots of other pictures of her with other, with her, her quote, homeowner or buyer, right? Which she could also use, uh, in this particular, um, situation. But when I see this, I go, I cover her face and what she says, and I'm like, oh, cool, this is the baseball schedule. And, you know, I'll look at it and go, okay, well, I'm going to put this on my fridge because I want to make sure of it. And then I then I look and see this is Kelly and helping you navigate the Seattle real estate scene. Hey, she sounds pretty hip. Uh, let's talk about your real estate options. Send me a text or call me at, and then her brokerage. And I was like, oh, that was nice of her to do that. I'm keeping this. So there's a, now, <coughs> I went to an event, excuse me, again, allergies. We have lots of heavy wind lately and all that crap's in the air. Um, so I went to an event last Friday and everybody has stuff. Open Door was there, guys, as was Homie. And it was a um, agents, <coughs> agents benefiting children event. And um, Homie and Open Door were both there. So they're players. They're trying to get, um, you know, get uh, very focused on getting visibility. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, oh, I want a baseball schedule. Okay, Tom, we'll make that happen. But 
Um, as long as you send them out to your clients and don't keep them all for yourself. So she did, so this was a, this is a farmer's insurance person and she did emergency numbers, right? So you can write with a, a Sharpie or whatever, what the emergency numbers are. And then, um, it just gives the agency and, you know, for, for helping if you have small children or whatever, this is something that people would keep, or if you have an elderly parent. So any of you who are targeting senior markets, you know, having, you know, making sure that every senior has this, maybe even, um, I don't know if you could fill it out for them. That would be the catch. Um, but even having, you know, an, um, they do have an other category. They have hospital and, you know, custom contact. So even if they were in an assisted living, um, uh, <laughs> hang on a second. Pennsylvania is calling me. Um, weird, huh? Um, so, um, even if they are in an assisted living facility, this is handy because this is what the nurses would want to look at is who do I call, um, and have that handy. So this is actually a very handy, um, tool. It's a magnet and, um, it's just emergency numbers. Uh, I don't know that I like all the text at the top. I would probably do something with your face. Um, doing something like holding the keys or something like that because it is it's long you could do it this way though and then do a profile here and then contact numbers here so there's lots of different ways to format this the point is is that it's a piece of valuable content it's interesting it's helpful so um versus um uh, here this i found it that was weird um sold in four days okay i don't care you know, what What does that tell me? Sold in four days. All right. So again, when we talk about power words, this says, um, here, I'm here to help. Okay. I'm here to make your life simpler. This says, I sold this house in four days and here is my picture looking amazing in my suit jacket, smiling. Uh, and I, this is who I am and I'm a realtor and here's my phone number. Again, I call this the so what factor. So what? I don't care. And off he goes into the recycle bin. And think about that. If 80%, which is about the right number, 80% of postcards end up in the recycle bin, they don't even get into the house. So 80% of 250 is, you know, what, uh, $170, $175 you just threw out in the garbage. I don't want you doing that, guys. If you're going to create postcards, and it's not that I'm against postcards, I'm against what you're putting out there. It's crap. Bottom line, this is not good. And uh, <laughs> sorry if I offended someone there, but um, but this you have to stop it, all right? Because I want you know you I know you guys, and I want to take care of you, and I want you to be successful. And if you keep doing this kind of stuff, you're not going to be in real estate. Because if I don't care about this, what am I going to go do? I When I'm ready, I'm going to go look at homie.com because I saw 15 bull, uh, billboards when I drove home. Or I'm going to do a search for how do I avoid realtors because I don't want this. And I don't want my neighbors getting it either when it's about my house. So, um, and, and again, this all this information, so it's highest sold price per square foot. Don't care. In the neighborhood. And then there's an asters uh, at 315 per square foot what does this mean for you all right so if you look at how this is formed the questions right down here 
All right. So it should be, what does this mean to you? And then say, I sold this. Um, and, and that way, um, you've got, uh, values are going up and it may be a good time to sell. All right. So that's a start in the right direction, but it's all uppercase letters on his contact information. So he headed in the right direction. He just formatted it incorrectly. And, and so that was, a st that's definitely a step in the right direction when we talk about, um, value propositions and how you add value. That being said, this is not going to get the same effect as everything else that you have. And, uh, and just so you know, um, that was a Google voice call. <laughs> if you heard that sound in the background, I don't know if you guys could hear it. Um, so um, that means that um, someone's interested either in representing my house. Uh, and that's another thing when we talk about multi-pronged approaches. If you list as a FISBO, um, from a consumer perspective, if you list as a FISBO, um, <clears throat> be really careful about you as a real estate agent, how you market to those people. Because um, typically it's it's always about them. You know, I can think, uh, would you like me to do an open house for you? I don't even know your name yet. I don't know who you are. Why would I, why would I, you don't know anything about my house. Why do you want to do an open house? So it's it's very much the analogy of, look, you just called me. I don't know you. We're not getting married. Okay. So, so too often that comes off as desperate and needy. And it's like, look, I want to do an open house for you because, you know, I would no obligation. You don't need to sign with me, but I want to come into your house and invite strangers. Is that okay? No. Okay. So, um, you've got to be smart about walking through building a relationship and every business is, is seeing this happen. What does that mean? It means that your sales cycle is what we call it, where you start building the relationship and when you actually get contacted is going to be longer than it's been in the past. So you need to brace for that financially because people, I mean, with the amount of access to information that we have now, we're not sure we even need you as a realtor. So, you know, we're going to take our time. Now, if I'm buying a house, that's a little different. If I'm buying a house, I have an immediate need. Those people, you, you then have a different approach with. But th we're talking about just sold. So these are your listings. So we're going to talk about how do you get more listings from this. So the first thing that we talked about was to use something cool with content of value, right, that they're going to keep that has, and, and this is not the right kind of branding for this piece, so um, I wouldn't follow that. And then she also had um, this marketing piece, which is a calendar. The problem with this calendar is that it's massive. I mean, where am I going to put that? I wouldn't put it on the side of my refrigerator. It's ugly. <laughs> or I'd cut off the top because it's, there's just too much of it, right? Um, it is handy. I will keep it. And then what's interesting, all right? So we haven't done anything with this woman. And at the bottom, it says, thank you for your business. You don't have my business. Probably not going to get it either. So thanking me for the business is like she grabbed this as a customer thank you gift or a stay in touch with past clients type of thing. And, um, and distributed it. So she shouldn't have done that because throwing marketing out there for the sake of, well, at least I have something, 
um, is is not a good thing to do. So the nice thing is, so with Kelly's piece, uh, I think this goes through September, yeah. So Kelly can hand these out from April to September. And then we're going to have to come up with something else to do, which might be this, the magnet, okay, for the winter time. Uh, when, you know, it gets snowy or whatever, you might have, you know, well, it depends on where you're at, right? But, um, you know, that's a handy piece of thing. And maybe you include a Sharpie pen with it, right? So that the person can immediately use it. Um, you know, or these, or put it into an envelope and um, include what you believe the numbers are. Here's what the numbers are for this area. Um, feel free to use these. Uh, but if you're not sure, look them up. Okay, so yes, it's the Seahawks, Seahawks schedule. Oh, Seahawks schedule for the fall. Yeah, for for football. Yeah, we could do that too. Um, uh, so the whole idea is to have this multi-pronged approach and to use the right words. So let's continue to talk about the fact that this isn't about look what I did. So if you have a listing and you've clearly sold it, um, let me just scroll down here. Um, think about what your desired result is and what that would be is that if, if you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, well, she's just doesn't like postcards and it's like, no, that's not true. It's what's on the postcard that I'm against. Um, and, and because it doesn't touch the individual, it doesn't have any impact to them and it has no value to them. Remember, this is not about you. Your goal is to get more listings, Correct. So if your goal is to get more listings, then you have to um, focus on getting out in front of people more frequently. So what does that mean? Okay, ready, Tom, showing a picture. Um, actually, I have several pictures of you. Um, so Tom did this picture, right? And um, so it, you don't know as a consumer if that's the buyer or the homeowner, right? Um, and so you can decide if you hold a sold sign or not, um, because this has versatility because there is no sold sign. So we don't know if, if Tom's actually, um, you know, saying congratulations, you know, you, this, but these turned out to be buyers. So the idea would be, <laughs> there's something about Tom leaning in that resonates with his Facebook audience. I don't know what that is, but, um, the, um, so it, if we look at that, um, it's, it's entertaining, right? It's human, it's people, right? As opposed to a staged shot, which is not appealing. So when you use photos, um, be sure that you get the permission of the buyer or seller and say, Hey, can I use this, this, um, your photos in some of my marketing materials? Most everybody doesn't, you know, they don't care. Um, and so, uh, that's something that's entertaining. Um, uh, if you, any type of print media. So the other thing you can do is send letters, right? And what it would be is not your typical dear so-and-so, you know, I see that you were looking at my website, like, like an email type of thing. But instead it would be something fun. Like I'm a big advocate of getting a note cards. Like, you know, you could go with this size um, or you could go with a larger, you know, like birthday card size. And Amazon has these, and I all I did was um, search on Amazon for uh, funny cards or funny cartoon cards, and they have like a pack of 12 for, I forget how much, but you can mail those, and it's like, thought you could use a laugh today, um, and then just, you know, include your card 
with them. And of course, your card's going to look different as well. Your card isn't going to look like everyone else, every other real estate agent's card. But the idea here is to be funny and be entertaining. So this little guy says, for sale, the roof was just refrosted last year, right? So, you know, it's the gingerbread people. And look at the little baby gingerbread person. Um, so, and notice that the listing agent or the, the agent, the buyer's agent has a, has a sheet. Um, so it's cute. It's fun. The more that you can engage someone emotionally, we buy emotionally, we engage emotionally. So if you look at, I'm even going to give you a little bit of an example from a visual perspective. So you look at this and then you look at this. See the difference? So there's color, there's personality. Now there's way too much text and it gets worse on this side. But um, you see that the, it's, the, it's the font that is actually, and the colors, but it's actually the font that draws your eye. That's called personality. Just using, you know, this is Times New Roman that they, she used on hers. Let's see if I can get it close enough for you guys to see it. And it's the worst font for readability. You need never do anything all uppercase, bad readability. And most of you don't know this. That's the reason why I created the PowerWordsPowerProfit.com site is because there are rules and science behind reading and attracting and sales behavior. And you know how to be a people person. You know real estate. I know marketing. That's why we make a good team. But ultimately, these pieces are not effective uh, and so we need to change the words that are on there. And then the other prongs on our fork can be um, human pictures, right? So you could have a, um, a, a letter that's, that has a picture down here on the bottom right-hand corner that says, hey, did you know this restaurant just opened? They have the best wings. Yes, fonts again, Tom. <laughs> um, so you would you would want the human picture. Here's a picture of Tom next to his his sign. That's a cool picture. All right, that's a working. That's what I consider a working photo. In other words, he's next to his sign. How cool is that? Um, and then one of the things that Tom did actually was, and I don't have it handy, but um, we did a, a Facebook Live uh, video, or he did a, a video. Um, where he walks on camera and he's got the um, uh, either a sold sign or something, and he, and so he's just tightening the screws on the on the sign for it to be done, and then say, you know, um, you know, this home sold uh, would is yours next, and a couple of other words for thirty seconds. So the the idea is that you're trying to get you in front of people but in a way that is valuable to them, okay? So it's, it, it's you conveying a message of interest to them. That's what you're supposed to be doing with marketing. And especially with homeowners, you have to create curiosity and add value. So for Kelly, this is a great first piece. And Kelly introduces Kelly. Then the next piece might be the magnet, right? So now she's warming them up. It's like, wow, this Kelly person, she's, she's kind of helpful. And then the third piece might be, um, you know, here's here's um, calendar of the festivals coming up this this summer, or um, you know, and it would only have to be five things. You, you don't need to create a calendar calendar, although you can do that. I have one on Power Words Power Profit, and all you have to do is look up, um, you know, events for the month. Uh, every every town has a events schedule either on Eventbrite. Or they have it on their .org city, you know, um, um, site. 
and you just pick two, one for each weekend, and mail it to them. And then at the top, it just has your information, uh, meaning that it's a working photo, your tagline, and text, you know, send me a text, give me a call if you have any real estate questions. And people get that, you know, it's, it's unobtrusive, it's not pushy. All of these are like sickeningly pushy. And it's all about them, and um, there people. Some people are trying, but I mean, the words "this great property is conveniently located in the new community of Sonoran Commons and close to schools and shopping." How many times have we written that? It doesn't matter. The hat that house could be anywhere in the United States. <laughs> so um, let your search be over. Um, well, okay. So uh, you can see the difference. I hope. Um, between what I'm talking about and, and what's being written here. Um, the other thing that you could do, and I love this idea, what if you did a video, Tom, pay attention, um, what if you did a video after you sold the house? So normally we do videos for open houses, we do videos saying this home could be yours, whatever, you know, whatever wording that we use, um, but wouldn't it be cool so I have a, this is not what they're talking about, but here's an example. So here's Hal and Tom, and uh, they're having a conversation. That's, a, that's the view from my back patio. Um, and they're talking about something about real estate. But what if they instead said, rather than saying, wow, this is a great house. I'm, you know, I'm anxious to list it. Um, instead, what if they said, wow, I can't believe that this house has sold. Um, you know, as quickly as it did. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've, you know, this home is this, this, and this. So you give a little bit of data about the house and it's not, again, it's not about you and how great your marketing was. It's about the house or the neighborhood. Cause you can say, you know, did you know that in this neighborhood, there's only five other homes that are within a half mile radius that are for sale. So that means that there's not a lot of demand. Now, Remember, your job is a market is as a marketer and an educator, and then a re, who happens to have a real estate license. So most consumers, if you're going to stop them to watch a for them to watch a video, there has to again be something I I can learn from this, and you want to lead the video with that, which is, do you have any idea what it means when a home in your neighborhood sells? Think about that. The assumption here, just sold in four days, is that I know what that means. Now, that's the reason why I says, what does this mean to you? Values are going up, but it may be a good time to sell. Okay, that's great, but that should be the key, that it, positioning again. Where are you putting this? So um, you might start a video the same way, which is, you know, housing price, there's only five homes, the, the pricing is going up, um, depending on what you're looking at. Because remember, we're gonna go look at Zillow, sorry, but we're going to go look at Zillow and Zestimates, which are totally wrong, um, and and try to figure out on our own without contacting you. Because what's really changed in marketing is that we now have so much information online, and we have tools online now like Homey.com, and if we want to get rid of a house and we don't want to spend the money to update it, we'll sell to um, to uh, Open Door or OfferPad. And what, what that does, though, is it, it prevents me, it enables me to have, start my conversation about my home and my real estate without engaging you at all. 
And remember last week we talked about you're at the end of the puzzle now. You're the last person who gets called. It used to be you're the first person to get called because you're the one who had the MLS book. Remember MLS books, guys? So um, now the question is, why do I need to use you? And so if you're not building your personality through videos, um, talking about why is it important that I know that this house sold in my neighborhood and, uh, and what does that, you know, what does that do for me? Even if I'm not interested in selling my house. <laughs> so, um, the, the concept here is to make sure that you're, you're staying in front of your leads frequently. So this is not a new concept, guys. There's a book behind me right there in that red one, and that is The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. And it was written, gosh, I think in the 90s. And it's all about the, um, you know, the eight by eight. So every week for eight weeks, you send somebody something, you send your leads something whether it's a postcard or a newsletter or whatever, you send them something and then you move to uh, once a month. And when you're all done, there's 32 pieces over a 12 month period of time where they see you. Now, Gary made an assumption and most real estate agents have ignored it. The assumption is that you're going to spend the money to market to someone 32 times. Think about that. So what's happened is the market has flooded with, I found out um, there's something like uh, 50 to 60,000 real estate agents in Maricopa County, which is what Phoenix sits inside of. 50 to 60,000 and the schools are packed with more people wanting to become realtors. Now, people throw out a stat, oh, well, 80% of those people aren't doing it for a career. They're doing it to sell their own house or you know help family and friends. Well, let's say that number's true. So 20% of 60,000 is still 12,000 people that you're competing against. And so how do you stand out? And ultimately, you're going to have to learn to stand out and you're going to have to invest in standing out. Otherwise, um, the amount of business you're going to get is, is not going to be growing. You're going to be stuck right where you are if you're lucky. Those that are unfortunate will see it slide. All right, so the my message here is that if Gary Keller back in the 90s, before we had all this technology, is saying, you know, once a week for eight weeks and then moving to once a month, and, and also he talks about the contacts, what you send to each type of contact, cold traffic or cold, you know, strangers versus people that you've interacted with, you would send different marketing to them. All stuff that I talk about, all stuff that still applies 20 years later. So there is some leverage from back in the day, but even back then, real estate agents spent, you know, $500 a month on marketing. So this is not a, I think a lot of people entered real estate thinking that it was a low cost of entry type of career. And if you don't have the funds to do this type of thing, then you really do have to rely on family and friends and realize that you should have a different job to augment your income. Okay, so it's really important that you think about that. Um, <laughs> good, Jerry, I'm glad you have hope. Um, but, but the bottom line is, is that if you say you can't afford something, you're in the wrong career. 
um, because it's 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 about investing in your marketing in order and your marketing needs to be good marketing because if you spend five hundred dollars and you do something like this and you send it out uh, to a bunch of people you know a thousand people in the neighbor in a neighborhood um, it's not gonna do you any good and then you're gonna be like I just threw that money out the window yes you sure did <laughs> so um, Stop, you know, don't do that. If you're, you have postcards or you have something you want to do, let's meet and talk about what's the right thing to put on them, okay? Um, so let's move forward to video and Facebook. So you, if you think about it, if, if I'm a consumer and I see, you know, uh, let me grab this, um, I see this, uh, whether I got handed it if someone handed it to me through somebody else. So, um, you know, Kelly, it, I don't know how much these cost, but um, you can get some pretty low cost printing done on this kind of thing because it's only single sided. Um, I kind of, you know, because you're assuming it's going to get a magnet that's going to be put up against and it'll be built on a refrigerator, so why print on the back? Um, but the idea would be that if you gave these away to people who um, are interested, um, I keep touching the phone, sorry. I, uh, for some reason, everybody and his brother is calling me. Uh, that's not usually the case. <laughs> um, don't they know I don't answer the phone? Uh, <laughs> so it was $100 for $500. That's fantastic. And the reason is because it's not double-sided. Um, and so that's a good thing. And it's a, it's a great little card that, you know, even for us women, we can, you know, drop it into, we can fold it in half and drop it in or, you know, drop it into a pocketbook or something like that. But it's also handy because she can give a pile of these. So Kelly has a favorite coffee place. Tom, pay attention. Kelly has a favorite coffee, <coughs> excuse me, coffee place that she goes to. What Kelly should do is once she gets to know the baristas there and hey how are you you know and stuff hey kelly good to see you again that's when you know that you can leave marketing pieces at a business okay if you just grab coffee and you never say hello or or you know most of them have like a name tag or something then uh you're losing your opportunity remember you're people people i'm not but I know how to build a relationship really quickly, and that's to use somebody's name. Um, coffee girl, excellent. So she has a coffee girl. Um, and so the idea here would be that she can say, hey, Susie, um, you know, if I leave a few of these behind, do you think you could hand them out with people and say, hey, are you a baseball fan? Yeah, yeah, well, here, here's the schedule. It, she doesn't need to say, hey, here's Kelly, and here's Kelly's schedule. We can all read. So um, the idea would be, you know, here's a baseball schedule for you. And, um, you know, anything where you have an opportunity, once you've built a relationship and know people by name to ask them, you know, hey, would you be interested in, in hand, you know, would it be okay if I asked you to hand these out? If you don't feel comfortable, just let me know. But if you would hand these out and ask people when you're giving them their coffee, are you interested in, if you like baseball, and, and that makes it special too, because someone's going to say, where'd you get the baseball schedule? Well, I got it at, you know, Joe's Coffee Place. And, and now Joe's is also branded with, you know, sending traffic there to say, oh, well, that's really cool. And it's like, well, did you get another one for me? No, dude, you're going to have to go down to Joe's and, you know, get your own. See how that whole thing works? 
it's not you sending junk out to, you know, pushy information all about you out to your farm. Okay. And again, you saw I had 10 different cards and everybody only sends them once. Now this guy actually, this is the second one I've seen from him. Um, and I only know it because I use it as an example for, because they have American title here. It's co-branded and it's terrible. This is, this is too hard to read. I'm not going to read it. I don't care. And, um, and the messaging here is weak. So I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, take advantage of that. But this, this is valuable and it's cool, right? Now, someone had asked me, I don't have that. I have a, a smaller card version that's foldable and, um, so it fits in your wallet. The only problem with that is that it's easy to lose or ignore and it's hard to read. Uh, if your target market is over 45, <laughs> it's hard to read. Okay. So, um, you want to be sensitive to that. And frankly, if I, I can fold this up and stick it in wherever anyway. So it's not, it's not an obtrusive size. So a hundred bucks for 500 of these is a smoking deal and all good. So, um, again, do a video after you've sold the house. As a matter of fact, the smartest thing, the smartest thing you could do is interview the homeowner. So, <laughs> so, um, you want to, if, if this were Hal and the homeowner or Tom and the homeowner. So when I sell my house, um, I want to do a just sold, wow, this was a fantastic experience. You know, it was so much easier to know I had someone I could call when I had a question, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's what you want your homeowners to do. And Jerry, you, okay, so we talked about at the very beginning, I let in and said, well, what's your time frame? Jerry, you can still go back to the people from October and November and say, hey, I'm checking in to see how, the, how you're settling into your house. Oh, it's fantastic. We painted it. We've done this. We've done that. Well, you know, I'm so happy that you're happy. What I'm wondering is um, if uh, I brought over my, um, could, could, would you be, could you do a 30 second video with me? Just letting me, you know, just recording what you just said. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Or, oh, I'm not good on video. It's like, oh, you won't even know the camera's there. So that's your job is to make them feel comfortable. I'm going to be standing there with you. Never ever take a video of just another human being like your homeowners. It should be the two of you. You're having a conversation. So you can say, oh, I know, I don't like being in front of the camera either. So let's do it. We'll do it together. You know, you and I will be next to each other and I'll say, how was the experience? And you can tell me what the experience was like. And the camera will be over there and we won't even notice it. Okay. Um, I was doing a workshop and someone said, well, what if you're not photogenic? And I said, so you're never going to meet this person ever. They're never going to see what you look like. And it's like, well, you know, I just don't look good on camera. And I said, you look on camera just like you do in real life. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, it's a bizarre phobia where, um, where people feel like, oh, I don't look good on camera. That's never occurred to me guys. Cause you know what? This isn't about what I look like. It's about what we're talking about and what the value is to helping you. So I try to get this stuff behind me in reasonably good shape so you're not distracted. But the idea here is, is I need to have a conversation with you to help you be successful. So I don't have no idea what a smooth is. I saw your video. 
Um, and um, I'm assuming it's a smooth video um, uh, handheld thing, but um, you guys don't have to invest a lot of money in anything. Um, this is this is you know a tripod with a remote um, costs less than nineteen dollars, so you can get that on Amazon and um, and just set it up right in and put your phone like what I I don't have a picture of what I oh yes I do it's right here uh, <laughs> duh um, so this is the tripod I use this is what the, my camp my phone's standing on right now it has a case it has a little remote. And um, this is the phone holder that is right here. And um, I just set it up. You can set it up anywhere. And what most people are, are comfortable with is you can decide, do you want to sit down or do you want to stand up? Standing up is always better because you have more room to move your hands and stuff. Sitting down is always bad. If you're doing an interview, stand up. Jerry, this is out to you because um, Google it. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, the whole idea is um, that you want to be sure to make this as unobtrusive as possible and for the person to feel comfortable. And if a person's standing, they typically feel more comfortable than when they're sitting. All right. And if you can't stand and ask a single question and the person can't respond, then you hooked up with the wrong person. Okay. This is about, tell me the one thing you love about this coffee shop. My favorite thing is, you know, the everything bagel with, you know, locks on it. Great. Fantastic. And they're having a sale on it this week. I mean, that's all you have to say, guys. It's about the multi-pronged approach of being in front of people multiple times. So if all you're doing is sending a postcard and you're not doing a Facebook Live video and boosting it, if you're not, um, you know, if you're not doing posts on your Facebook page, like this one, right? Um, holding your sign and putting and just doing something like this and say, um, you know, I'm so and congratulations because the congratulations messages are good. Congratulations to the Smiths. Um, I just wanted to say what a pleasure it was to work with you. And um, I look forward to continuing to hear stories about the memories that you build in this home. Did you? It's not just congratulations, Joe and Susan Smith. Um, I enjoyed working with you. You remember to twist it so that there's an emotional connection. I enjoy hearing, staying in contact um, with you and hearing about the memories you create in your new home. All right, so write that down uh, or play the video back. But if you notice here, it says your home could be next here. Um, I like um, Tom's sign uh, too. It is your home next. So you ask a question, right? And I was like, oh, geez, I hadn't really thought about that. So those are all different ways to stay in touch. So if you're missing the target and this looks like you after your postcards have been sent out and you haven't had any luck with getting um, uh, any sort of response, uh, understand again that this isn't a business that, in a way we've gone back to the 90s. So in, in that you have to invest and continue to touch people. Um, in some way, shape, or form. So you've got, number one, um, you can do the content of value. So you would do a postcard. You can send them um, an envelope with a sheet on it that says, here's the, you know, here are my suggestions on the top three um, service providers this month. You know, or here's our highlights. So featured, featured, and I'd have to come up with better words than this, but 
Um, so what you want to do is feature local businesses. Okay, here's our featured um, uh, April's featured business owners, and it could be um, things that people need, right? So um, dog, a veterinarian, a plumber, an electrician. All right, next insurance. Um, uh, you know, uh, landscaping is always good. Uh, so, so you're basically every month you could send that letter. Okay. And all you have to do is go on Yelp and find the top rated of that category and go to their website and, you know, include it and, and just copy and paste it into a word document or a Google doc. But then what would be even better is that now you've done that, Contact the business owner and say, hey, you know, I'm sending out um, letters to uh, the areas that I'm interested in, in um, promoting home sales, and I included your business. You know, would you be interested in doing a 30-second, keep it to 30 seconds, 30-second video, just kind of asking one question about your business, and, uh, and most likely they're going to say, yeah, that'd be great. And so now you've got continuity between what you sent out and on your Facebook page and those those videos, you can easily boost to an audience um, that's targeted at wherever it is you want to sell or get homes, uh, get listings. And so that's another great way to, so that's three. Um, and then, so you've got postcards, you've got the letter with um, recommended local businesses, got a Facebook Live video um, of the business owner. The next one would be a Facebook Live video or a video in general off your phone of you interviewing uh, the homeowner for 30 seconds. Hey, you know, how's it going? What do you love about the house? And how easy was the process now that you're here and whatever. Um, but that would be another one. And, and then for your fifth, well, there's only four prongs on a fork, so I guess I'm, I guess I'm good. Plus, you know, you don't, you don't want to get crazy about this whole thing, but I would suggest you do the promoting local businesses, featured local businesses for month name, so May, June, July, and then do three. And then it would be best if, if it's a restaurant that you have gone to the restaurant and say, oh, my favorite was, um, and then say, Sparky goes to this veterinarian and uh, I've used this plumber. So use people that you know, um, that you know are good, or use Yelp and go visit the business and make sure that it's, you know, it's legit and everything. But it gives you a touch. The only reason you're doing this is to stay in touch and to, um, in an inexpensive way. Right. And so your Facebook business page, you know, you can put a QR code on that featured local business that says um, get more uh, information about our neighborhood in our area at and then don't write out your Facebook your, or your, your website address. I mean, you could, but just like just click here, you know, put your camera up here and, and poof, you're done. So um, and as the uh, demographic scales younger. Um, they're already going to know what a QR code is, and they're already going to have that app running, so it's not a big deal. So that is it for today. I want to thank you all for attending the Real Estate Marketing Power Hour with Pam. And again, it, we're here every Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. And if you have topics that you want me to cover or have questions, 
If you have questions about this topic, just include them here in this feed or send me an email at pam at powerwordspowerprofit.com. You're very welcome, John. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, and uh, let me know if you have other ideas or questions. Let's start a conversation. Um, this is a topic that we could go on and on and on about. So um, thank you for all the hearts. <laughs> you guys take care and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.